This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Welcome to News from the Krabby Coffee Shop with your host, Don McLean, from the adventures of Bradley and Don on My Talk 1071, GarageLogic's newsman, Mr. FYI, John Height, and the crabbiest guy in the coffee shop, Kenny Olson. I wasn't going to go down this road until I just heard Amy doing that open. I don't think she put in enough of an effort there. Have you guys um, heard? Have you guys heard the new open that Amy did for Tom Bernard's morning no, show? No. She put in a lot of effort there. She's using her sexy, smoky voice, and it sounds. It's a really good open for Tom's show. Well, here's the thing: it yeah. took us forever to get yes. her to change that. I mean, yes. I've been doing the Adventures <laughs> yeah. of Bradley and Dawn since December 12th, so it took several reminders. She's super busy. And so just the fact that we have it, I'm thankful for it. I sent her a question. I had a question for her um, about a month ago. And she goes, yeah, yeah, I, I've got thoughts on that. I'll get back to you. Mm. I'm still waiting for the phone to ring. <laughs> yeah. The country theme to that open is kind of growing on me. At first, I'm like, eh. And now this time around, I'm like, ah, I kind of like that twangy. How are you guys doing today, Don? Good morning. How are you? Oh, I'm great. How are you? Uh, I'm, I'm all right, John. I'm fine, Mr. Olson. Thank you. Did you get all the USFL football talk out of the way before the no, show? No. That was XFL, not USFL. I, I don't That's know. later. That's Don and I later. don't know the difference, nor do we care. I do know what XFL is. It's uh, like arena football, right? It's real football, it's, not in an arena, but it's uh, it's like a minor league. Minor league, yeah. It's Dwayne the Rock Johnson. The Rock, league. yeah, yeah, yeah. The Rock runs it. Or owns it. I don't know what the rules partially. are, like how they're different from regular football. Anyway, let's not talk about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's look at Kenny. <laughs> so something came up. I think it was on TV or the internet or whatever about some new discoveries on Easter Island and. I really need to carry a notebook because it really intrigued me and I was going to look it up and I forgot all about it, of course. And then I noticed you, Dawn, discovered the same thing and you actually followed through and looked it up. What in the world could we possibly be finding now on Easter Island that we haven't found before? Well, a new statue has been discovered. Is it another head? It Well, they don't know yet because it's in a, um, it's in a river or a lake bed that has been dried up well that's really? not the correct english it dried up it's a it dried up that crick you know <laughs> yeah. um so there are about a thousand of those they are called moai statues let's just call them big heads they are big heads yes and there are different sizes of them and they are you know they're thousands of years old and if you don't easter island is like a property of or off the coast of Chile, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I found it fascinating because, um, you know, some of them are like two or three tons. So you're just wondering, how did they get them there? There's just so much mystery surrounding them. And so they found this one and they, I mean, even the people that are called the Rapa Nui people yeah. of Easter Island, 
they're all freaked out because they're like our grand this is not this one is not in our legend like our grandparents grandparents don't know about this you know the people that are our ancestors don't know about this because of course these are so old so um it's a really cool find it's in you know it's basically they're going to excavate it very carefully but you can just see the top of it right now i think when they dig it up it's going to be like the eye roll emoji that's what the easter island <laughs> it's going to be like whatever i mean that's the one that fell over right it's yeah. like like yeah. i don't i'm not gonna have whatever <laughs> and that's basically how people feel about yeah. now about everything i have a hard time believing the fact that there's things on this earth of that proportion and i guess we could include the pyramids in giza and uh, maybe all that nonsense in uh, south america central america those pyramids mm. how do we how do we not know why why isn't it definitive how come people are still trying to figure out how they built the pyramids how come people don't understand these big dumb heads at easter island Sh- shouldn't this all be I mean, they have like, you know, uh, on National Geographic Channel or in documentaries, they've they've basically figure out how they could have done all of this stuff, you know, by without modern technology. It's basically like essentially you get the piece of rock and you roll it on logs and you keep moving the logs, you know. Do you believe that? (laughs) Um, I think. I mean, the conspiracy theorist in me wants to believe that it's aliens. Always. Okay. All right. You just you just stole my thunder. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because yep. everything that's a mystery in this world can be answered by that one word. That's right. I know. Aliens. We have a segment on my new show from noon to three on my talk that's called Unsolved Mysteries of the Unknown, but it's probably aliens or ghosts. That's the full title of the bit. So every a, cu- a couple times a week, Tuesdays and Thursdays, I bring up something like this or something mysterious that it's like, what the hell is this thing? Eh, it's probably aliens. It has to be. Unless... Um, do you think the technology was so cutting edge that they were able to do this? And at some point in in the Earth's history, we took a giant leap of backwards in mm. intelligence and technology. Uh, possibly. I mean, entire civilizations were wiped out. I mean, I watch all these alien shows and everything. Um, um, Atlantis, um, the uh, Fountain of Youth. Everything can be explained. By aliens, can it? I I mean, if you want it to, sure. If I you do. just don't have an answer for something, you say aliens did it. It's really strange how I believe at the pyramids, you know, the the cuts that they made to those stones are like precision cuts. You know, they aren't Absolutely. rough. No. And yeah. so that's what's so strange about it. Not, the, not only the fact that, you know, how do you continue to just get those up there? I mean, it's yeah. just like yeah. you got to pull tons Worth of stone up a, I mean, I'm pretty sure they've dated like the rocks and can tell you how long it took to build them. But at the same time, how many people are into it? You just force people to do it. I mean, there are a lot of people that are like, I don't want to go work on the pyramid today. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we, sick. yeah, it's just like how many people were like, I'm just going to go try to survive and find some food and clean water. But you have like this slave workforce that's there. I guess they're forced to or aliens helped. You know, yeah. you know, Don. It's funny bring up the slave part because I thought, well, didn't they use slaves? I just went and looked online, and apparently there's a consensus that 
they did not use slaves, but paid laborers, which makes it even weirder. Okay. Because why wouldn't you call in sick if you yeah. have to do all that? Unfortunately, <laughs> they were paid in food. You mm. couldn't get, you couldn't eat unless you worked uh, eighteen hours a day. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just. What kind of shoes did they have? I mean, now we're like, oh god, I got to get the best New Balance shoes out there so I can just go run on a straight path. But I these guys are climbing up rocks, and they probably didn't even have shoes. And <laughs> no. sand and rocks is hot. Yeah, it they're is. Hot. It's hot out there. Ow. You know, they're ow, just wearing ow, a loincloth. I mean, yeah, they're probably like, please, aliens, come down and help us. And you're pushing one of these rocks up a hill, and all you see is the junk out of the guy in yeah, front of you. I know, because <laughs> they, they don't have underpants. And if, you know, if it's downwind, yeah, you're in trouble. They don't have toilet oh. paper or showers or anything. <laughs> uh, yeah. Smells like an NBA arena out there. That took a weird turn, man. Uh, well, that's one of the reasons I hate the NBA. It stinks in there. You ever been to a game? It's gross. Hell, hell you ever been to a hockey game? Jeez, or a hockey yeah. arena? Oh, oh, my gosh. They're horrible. Oh, how would we get on the sports? That's Ooh. my fault. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, sports. what are you Thanks, doing? <laughs> so um, just to go back to the facts here, this uh, professor of archaeology at the University of Arizona, his name is Terry Hunt. He specializes in the Rapa Nui people in yeah. Easter Island. Yeah. He says, we think we know all the Moai, but then a new one turns up. There have been no Moai found in the dry bed or in what was previously a lake. So this is a first. So now mm. they're going on a mission to see what else they can find on that site looking for evidence of Moai. They're going to use, um, you know, whatever that technology is where you can see below the earth. and Well, you can see, you know. Yeah. Yeah. What's beneath the, the surface? The infrared stuff? Is I guess so. Yeah, yeah, it's like down in the ground. You can see what's underneath there. Yeah, radar. Uh, so, so yeah, who knows? Who the hell knows? So, yeah. 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 They use that up at Oak Island, too. Yeah. Um, looking for a treasure. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, it's worked out well for them, hasn't it? <laughs> I still don't get the whole heads thing, though. It, it, does, it just, I, I don't understand. And. And I guess that's why I re re resort to uh, aliens. Yeah. You had another story here. I do. 3,005-year-old, perfectly preserved, ancient frozen bear found in Siberia. Yeah. So are they going to take this bear? The, of course, you just read the title there. Are they going to take this bear, and are they going to, like, make a new bear? <laughs> that's what I always <laughs> want to know. You know, I mean, it's pretty cool that it's preserved, um, but that's, that's, I'm like, now what, you know, are we going to get to see it? Do you have to keep it frozen? It's these kind of like elementary questions that the third grader would ask that go through my mind. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, are you guys familiar with a show called, uh, I think it's called gold rush and it's about mining for gold in the Yukon. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's very yeah. entertaining. A couple of weeks ago, one of the crusty guys on there, Tony, um, He's sitting in the uh, in the excavator digging away, and he looks up on a hill, and there's a big tusk sticking out of the dirt. No, big big giant tusk. Are you serious? So he calls his family, and they go up there and look at it, and it's partially buried, and and they're all nonchalant about it. And evidently, this happens frequently, and they mm. called in some archaeologists and. Uh, a, you know, three, four people came out and they dug it up and hauled it away. And it was a mammoth tusk. And for a while they were speculating that they, the whole mammoth was going to be under there, but all they found was the tusk. You know, I've heard that they're going to 
use the DNA from some of these animals? Like, was it a woolly mammoth? Or, right, yeah. And they're going to make a new one. That doesn't seem smart. Uh, I don't sounds know. Like a, it's called sounds Jurassic like, Park. Sounds yeah. like a, we've covered that extensively <laughs> like, on Jurassic I, I, Park. I'm like, so you make the first one just practically, and they're just like, hey, they're like born out of whatever kind of weird mammoth yeah. wound yeah. they're going to make. I don't know how you start yeah, it. Like you start it in a Petri dish. I get that. But then like, who's how the do you, surrogate? Yeah. What do you do? Do you put it in an elephant? Maybe. It sounds like a horror movie. But then movie. it gets really big, and that yeah. elephant's like, get this thing out of me. Yeah. I don't want this. What is this crazy elephant that keeps getting bigger and bigger? And then they take over the world eventually, and none of us exist anymore. Crazy, yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, I just wonder. It's like, are you going to make several at a time so it has friends? Yeah, we don't want that. If you guys noticed, in, <laughs> this is a stupid thing to say. Flux, I feel bad for it already. Influx of like bear and creature stories with the uh, release of cocaine bear. Mm. I'm just no bear and finding animals and weird animal stories. They're at an all time high right now. Have you yeah. seen the previews for Cocaine Bear? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Uh, yeah, I was supposed to go see it on preview night. You know, they let us go to movies early. Yeah. And uh, it was right during the snowstorm. But, yeah, it's supposed to be pretty good. The the previews make it look really funny. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I might have to go see this. I well, think what's, you should. What's the premise? Somebody throws out a bale of cocaine or something it's from an airplane? It's a real story. It what? really happened. No, it's it based, Yeah, it's yeah, based it on happened. a true story. It happened. A bear ate cocaine that fell out of an airplane. Yeah. And he went on a freaking rage. <laughs> he was really, really like, you know, he was like, you know, that friend that you're like, dude, you should not do cocaine. Oh, you know? yeah, that guy I That's knew from Eau Claire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He yeah. was breaking into houses, cars. I'm pretty sure he killed people. Like, wow. It's a real story from the 80s, I think. It looks so ridiculous that it can't not be at least entertaining. Yeah. Right? It's a at real th- story. So at three in the morning, was he calling all his friends looking <laughs> yeah. for another eight yeah. ball? Yeah. 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 Like, yeah. You guys, you guys, you guys, you guys, we got to do this. Let's drive to Eau Claire. Yeah, let's he go was, over to Eau Claire. Yeah, he yeah. was trying to get all the other bears out of hibernation to dance with him. <laughs> he's like, come on, let's go to the club. Let's go to the club. And then he's like, Rah! I've I've done absolutely no show prep for this one, John. Did you uh, have you did you do show any show prep? Yeah, I, I, I was. A, yeah, I got obsessed by something and it really distracted me. I, I can uh, pull up a story here, too, that might be fun. I did notice when Dawn said, and see, this is just the way my brain works, when she said Crazy Elephant, yeah, uh, you guys probably aren't old enough to remember there was a band called Crazy Elephant. Oh, oh really? That had a hit either late 60s, early 70s called Gimme, Gimme, Good Lovin'. Oh, you probably heard oh yeah, Bumble yeah. Gimme, 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 Good, good Lovin'. Lo- right, yeah. Every day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, you you turned into FM DJ right there pretty quickly, John. (laughs) Speaking of that, we we should give each other and all the listeners an assignment. You got to find this monkeys movie, and I can't now. I can't remember the name of it. Head is the name of it. Head is the name. Head. Oh, H E A D. Oh yeah, you sent me a um, a link to that. It's the craziest, dumbest, not making any effing sense movie I've ever seen. And I could not take my eyes away from it. And the amount of co-stars, famous movie actors, Jack Nicholas, Jack Nicholson. Oh, my God, golf. Here we go with the sports. I do that all the time, Kenny, by the way. Jack Nicholson. (laughs) Yeah. 
I think he was one of the co-writers and involved in the production of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. It was before he was, you know, quote, famous, famous. It was right around the time he, he right before Easy Rider. And, okay. So he so, was doing he, like TV shows and Gunsmoke and et cetera back then. Yeah. 1968. Yeah. Um, right before Easy Rider. Yeah. yeah. And there's really, uh, I couldn't discern, there's no plot no, from what I could a, tell. It's I saw it 30 years ago, maybe. And it, it, it's a very bizarre film, but it's fun to watch. Like you said, because of all the people in it and the monkeys and the whole, they had to be dosing pretty hard, right? They were (laughs) just blotter and liquid. Yeah. 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 I mean, written by Bob Raffleson. Raffleson. And he was the director and Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Do you have a list of co-stars? It's just the monkeys. You got Mickey and Davey and Michael and Peter. Oh no, there were serious big time uh, movie stars that had bit, you know, just brief appearances in mm. this movie. Um, we should all rewatch it and then so we can talk about it with some authority. Do you know where you found it, Kenny? It just showed up on TV. I just sat here and watched oh, it instead well, of okay, well, paying attention to what Suits was it. saying. Oh, okay. Got, uh, oh, so you were watching it during Garage Logic? <laughs> yeah. Of course. Okay. He does that all the time. <laughs> yeah. He does. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Usually, great. Usually don't, don't I tell Joe. Mo- uh, usually don't I have two movies going at the same time. Oh my time. god! <laughs> okay, we had this is 1968, but we had Annette Funicello. Yeah. Uh, we had Vito Scotti, who we'd all know if we saw him. I, I remember him very well. Sonny List in the boxer, Ray Nitschke, the football player, yep. Frank Zappa. Yep. Uh, Terry Gar, well before she was famous. That's my celebrity lookalike. <laughs> there you go. Oh, you're kind of you're right. I can yeah. see yeah. that. Yeah, I've too. always loved yep. Terry Gar. Huh. Uh, Victor, yeah. Victor Mature. Yeah. Oh, right. Uh, yep. He Tony was a bad. I think Mature was a baddie. He was the big Victor. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Tony Basil before she was uh, famous, oh. I guess, and had a hit record. Uh, there's some other names you'd know. Dennis Hopper as himself. Yep. Um, wasn't Tony Basil was basically, wasn't she a songwriter and she just basically sold songs? Yeah. She was a dancer. Oh, a dancer. She was, she was okay. one of the. Uh, Laker girls, etc., and then she did choreography for movies and stuff, oh, right. and stuff, and then she uh, had the hit with Mickey. Is <clears> it <throat> about Mickey from the Monkees? Maybe <laughs> since she was in the film, you never know. You can play it. You can see it on Fubo TV and Tubby. All right, Tubby. Tubby. We love Tubby. 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 Whatever. They, they spelled it wrong. I, yeah. like I, I like you calling it Tubby instead yeah, of Tubby. It's cute. That's the best. Give me a story, John, before we take a break. I will. I'm actually see that you get me started on these things. I know, so I, know. I went. I it's went my fault. Up, <laughs> I went looked up Mickey. It's a, a cover of a song called Kitty, oh. a 1979 release by the UK band Racy, and she uh, changed the words, or they did. Whoever was responsible for producing it. So John's like a puppy dog. You throw a ball, he no. goes out after it. <laughs> the only information I've looked up is that the cocaine bear was known as Pablo Escobar. That's what, <laughs> the, the real one. That's what they called him. Yeah, that's the real one that happened. So where did that play out? That cocaine bear real life story. What part of the world was that? Um, in Tennessee, and then oh. uh, the cocaine had been dropped by drug smugglers in the wilderness in Tennessee. The bear was found dead in northern Georgia. 
So that's how far it <laughs> Just <laughs> took off running like just a bat And then it's it like was Forrest Gump running across the country. <laughs> yeah, and then it was stuffed and displayed in a mall in Kentucky. Oh, <laughs> that's where it was. Like you can go see Cocaine Bear. It's actually in Lexington, Kentucky. It's got a little white stuff under its nose. I kind of yeah. feel like that's the way for a cocaine binge to end, right? We're all yeah. just stuffed in a mall in Kentucky. Yeah. Don, you ever been to? Tennessee? Yeah. That's no surprise to me. You're the only 10 I see. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's That's boy, right. Yeah. Wow. Thank wow. you. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I would call the bouncer on you if I uh, heard that in a bar. Wow, Ross. Yeah. Anyway, John. Uh, I got, I brought uh, a bunch of stories, but I have two that I think are interesting that you guys probably will not find interesting. <laughs> Try uh, the first one. Great. The first one actually is from Ross about two months ago, uh, oh, and it's great. the point of it is, the point of it is, how large does a random group of people have to be for there to be a fifty percent chance that at least two share a birthday? Oh, I love and this I'll, story actually. Yeah, and I'll I'll tell you why I do this. Uh, the answer, by the way, is twenty three. So you have yeah. twenty three people, two of them having the same birthday. Oh, that's it. I, in a played in a band in the early nineties. Three of the four guys, including me, had the same birthday. What are no the odds way. of that? Three? What are the odds of that? Seriously. I, the ba bass player, Gary Rose, finest bass player I've ever played with. Sorry, Kurt. Uh, January 17th, just like me. And the drummer, whose name I forget, January 17th. <laughs> so did Three you call the band Our Birthday? <laughs> our <laughs> Birthday. Have. Yeah, Our Birthday. You should have just named it after the date of your birthday. January yeah. I, 17th. I think is the odds on that scary. have to be astronomical don't they i, 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 would think I have a stepbrother and i only use the word step to set up the story because he is a brother i love him dearly but we have two different mothers we have the exact same birthday three years apart which i think is incredibly random that is weird that is weird the exact same mom same. same mom two different moms <laughs> that means two you're twins two different oh, mothers. Oh. Yeah. stepbrother yeah, right. stepbrother stepbrother but he is legitimately a brother the term step to me always comes across as you say step if you don't like them. Oh, sure. <laughs> although, Ooh, although if Sam and I stand next to each other, you could clearly tell we don't have the same uh, same mothers and fathers. <laughs> oh, okay. So you don't share the same father. Uh, uh, he's a, he's a lot smarter and a lot more handsome than I am. So I, that's, I that's the part I dislike about him. I share a birthday with Lil Nas X. And, <laughs> Lil Nas X, yeah. And Kristen Stewart. Oh, my God. Uh, huh. yeah. Yeah, did wow. we look up celebrity birthdays on this podcast? I thought we did. Hugh Hefner. I sure really? really? Wow. That is spooky. Spooky? Yeah. Why? Because you have so much in common with them? You both like boobs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> spooky <laughs> boobs. You know what? Speaking of boobs, I wasn't planning on admitting Speaking this publicly. Oh, no. I had a dream that I could lift my boobs up and set them on the counter. Your boobs. And then I'd put my hands up on top of them. <laughs> and you were feeling yourself up? Up, 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 up on the top of my yeah, boobs. Yeah, you were like, were hey, those on. are pretty nice. I don't need to look at anybody of, else's. Oh. Yeah, and then I was flipping the ends of them there. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Uh, try to interpret uh, that dream, would you, Don? Uh, no. Did Nick show up and try and remove your nips in the, in <laughs> oh the dream? Oh, my God, and plant oh, seeds Nick. in there? Yeah. Wow. I don't know if I can follow that. Yeah, come on. What's your story? We can't let him go that off track. Uh, uh, let, you know what? Uh, what? There is no track here. 
Go ahead, John. What were you going to say? We're just running around in the field like a cocaine bear. <laughs> That's what this broadcast is. Uh, this one uh, is a COVID story. People are Great. less likely, less likely to wear masks to prevent COVID nineteen if they think they are good looking. According oh to a new study. my God! What? <laughs> Oh, we are yep. so vain as a group so, of people. I love aren't we? wearing a mask because so I am I. sort of shy. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. shy is the wrong word, but I just like to be concealed. Yeah. 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 You guys remember the gator masks? Uh huh. I used to wear that to Target all the time during the pandemic because I it the regular masks. I think people can kind of see who you are if you put the gator mask on. It looks like you're there to rob the place, <laughs> and they don't and they don't know no. who you are. So it works perfectly. I was walking through the state fair one day, and uh, somebody tall and skinny came up, and she started talking to me. And she's wearing barn boots, or I call them barn boots. They're those rubber boots that come up to your knees, yeah. uh-huh. and shorts, and a nice shirt, and a mask. And I, I finally I said, well, "Who the hell are you?" And uh, she pulled down her mask, and it was Holly D. Roberts. Holly Roberts. Oh, <laughs> you didn't know it was Holly. You didn't know it was Holly? Oh, my God. I thought no. you were going to say, and it was my wife. And <laughs> I, I don't know if you remember, but the same thing happened to me in the Hubbard building when I walked in the door. Oh, yeah. With some you, mean right? lady in a mask said, ah, get out of here. Yeah, or something that like was me. that. I was like, ew. And That's I, all I said was, ew. And, and I'm in the, I you go to the podcast. You look so stunned. Uh, yeah, it was very hurtful, and I walk into the podcast studio, and I'm standing there scratching my head going, uh, what, what What did I do? I just drove two and a half hours, and I just got yelled at the second I stepped yeah, foot in the building. Yeah, some woman goes, ew. <laughs> and it was you, McLean. Yeah, I mean, come on. <laughs> and I didn't recognize you. you. I had no idea. Oh, my you know God. What, uh, I ruined speaking of mass, I got in the habit of, you know, you'd wear them to the store uh, mm-hmm. during that period. Yeah. And I... Under my, not really under my breath, but I'd, I'd make comments. You know, if people yes. were rude or whatever. Oh, yeah. So then, so then once we were able to stop wearing masks, I, I would catch myself <laughs> all of a sudden mumbling. Yeah. Hey, idiot, get out of the way. You know, that kind of Johnny, oh I still do this. So this happened over the weekend. You get behind a bunch of slow, you know, what's at like Target. And I'll make faces, you know, to myself where it's basically like, come on, get out of the way, slowpoke. Yeah, and I I love that two years of wearing the mask because it concealed yeah. that. But now to yeah. your point, on Saturday when I did that, somebody coming the other way could see me making a face at the person. And they yes. just looked at me and kind of shrugged their shoulders because they could <laughs> they could tell what I was going through. And I'm uh-huh. like, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Remember when we were kids in the back of the Archie comics? You could buy you could buy the monkeys. The what were they sure. called? The little sea monkeys? monkeys. Sea monkeys. Sea monkeys. You yep. could buy the sea through glasses, and you could take a course yep. on how to throw your voice. Mm-hmm. So you could say something to somebody, but it would sound like it's coming from the other room. Yeah. How, was that that wasn't real? What do you right? do? You just go no, like God, this no. with your. Oh, you you just go, hey you, guys! You don't lose your mouth when you hey. talk. Yeah, you sound like Jimmy Durante. Oh, how dumb! All right, hey, uh, let's talk about DK Mags for a second. Uh, you firearm aficionados—they work very hard to keep a, a a big stock of the most modern and trendy firearms and ammunition right there in the store. They also take special orders on any hard-to-find items you might have been looking for. Um, hop onto the website, dkmags.com. Let your uh, search start there. They have a vast amount of knowledge with their on-site gunsmithing staff, 
And if you've got a big job and something really confusing and difficult, they have outside resources that can take care of those. They will send you home happy. They have the buying power of a much larger business, uh, but they keep that small town local feel. It feels like home when you walk in there. If you're new to firearms or considering your first purchase, DK Mags is the place to go. The staff, very accommodating. Fair pricing, quality firearms, and a wonderful staff. DK Mags are on Old 8 New Brighton and on the web, dkmags.com. Hey, everybody. It's John here, and I want to tell you how you can eat stress-free this spring with Factors, delicious, ready-to-eat meals. You can get their fresh, never-frozen, chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals ready to eat in just two minutes. Weekly menu of 35 options like Calorie Smart, Keto Protein Plus, or Vegan and Veggie. And they use premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus for the no-fuss meals. And get rid of the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. Just heat and serve. My favorite, the jalapeno lime cheddar chicken. Customize your weekly meals to get as much or as little as you need. And you can pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Head to Factormeals.com slash GarageLogic50 and use code GarageLogic50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code GarageLogic50 at factormeals.com slash garagelogic50. You get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Wow, that's funky. Welcome back to News from the Krabby Coffee Shop. It's a podcast. We're not associated with anything. Kenny's dancing. I have a question for you, Kenny. Kenny's Kenny. jamming. <laughs> Talk to me, McLean. Okay, you sent me a text yesterday at 4.54 p.m. that said, do you know anything about tap dancing? <laughs> I'm like, okay. I said, yeah, a little bit. I had to take a tap class in college. I have tap shoes. I knew that was going to be your answer. I just, I just knew it. I had no idea, of course, but I knew there was a pretty good chance. Here's the deal. I'm finishing up in the shop. I'm sitting down having one last lung dart before I go in to argue. And um, <laughs> the movie Tap from 1989 with Gregory Hines. Oh, my gosh. It's yes. just starting. And the scene I saw that set all of this in motion was, I don't know what the term is, so I'm going to call it a tap battle. Think about mm-hmm. think about a rap battle where a bunch of rappers are just hanging out and they're just kind of free-forming, you know, uh, doing their thing and each person taking a turn. And that's what was going on in this back room. And a guy comes on, and uh, it's an old guy's turn, and a couple of guys get down on their hands and knees next to each other. This old dude starts tapping. He leaps over these two, spreads his legs, and lands in the splits. And when he did that, it reminded me of an an old dancer. Him and his brother used to dance together, and they were very famous, Harold Nichols. Mm. And he was, him and his brother, the Nichols brothers, were famous dancers and tap dancers. And I first 
um, saw them in a movie called, um, I think it's Sun Valley Serenade, um, starring Glenn Miller and his orchestra. And these two, along with Dorothy Dandridge, okay. do you know that yeah, name? Yeah, for sure. sure. Yeah. yeah. And um, and they were doing uh, Chattanooga Choo Choo. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know, a lot of people might not realize this, but Glenn Miller and his orchestra and Chattanooga Choo Choo, probably the whitest music you can possibly <laughs> imagine. I mean, painfully <laughs> yeah. pale, yeah. lily white. And the white folks do this song halfway through, and then Dorothy comes out and starts singing, and the Nichols brothers, or Nicholas brothers, I think. It's is, Nicholas, yep. Yeah, the Correct. Nicholas brothers come out and just tear it up with their tap shoes. And they do this routine where they jump up in the air and they do the splits. And then this reminded me of another um, movie that they were in called Stormy Weather with um, Cab Calloway and his orchestra are playing a song you guys actually might know called Jump and Jive. It's a, it's a sure. pretty yeah. pretty famous old mm-hmm. song. And uh, the Nicholas Brothers are in this, and there's this set of fake stairs, two stairs that come up on either side of the stage and go up to a platform, and they're ridiculously oversized. I mean, I would have to use a stepladder to get up these stairs. Of course, sure. the Nicholas Brothers bounce up them like gravity doesn't exist. And then to get down... They leap over each other on the way down and do the splits when they land. And it's absolutely amazing to watch. And the reason I asked you this is because all my life, I haven't been able to figure out why tap dancing is a thing. (laughs) And I just, I I don't hate it. I, I actually enjoy it. I like watching it, but I don't get it. Oh, okay. And I'm just, and of course now I've, you know, I went to uh, Wikipedia and I. Did you look I've up the history and why? Or learned yeah. a little bit more of it, and um, from what I understand, it was uh, slaves, mm. um, and um, African American slaves and Irish slaves that kind of learned from each other and taught each other, and it was in the South and in uh, free New York City, and, and it kind of came out of that, but they. They used wooden shoes, and it wasn't until the 1920s that they put steel plates Uh. on the bottom of their shoes. And I always thought tap shoes were like golf shoes that just had little steel spikes, but they're not, right? What do your tap shoes look like, Dawn? Mm, I mean, they have like the front toe of it is just like, I would say mm, a couple of inches of it is just like a... Steel plate, yeah, right? Yeah, it's a plate, and then you have one on the back on the heel also because you have to adjust back and forth your heels and your toes. It's really exhausting. I can't imagine how difficult it is because not only are you dancing, and their dance moves, we're not talking you know, hip-hop moves here where you shake your ass and do it. This is exhausting dancing. It is so exhausting, and I was, you know— 20 years old in college you know i was a dance minor and i'm like (gasps) and you have to tap at the same time yes yes it's really um once you get into it and you learn your basic steps and stuff and then you start to put together some choreography it's pretty fun it's just like you have to have a lot of endurance to do that and also a weird type of I guess it's not dexterity, but um, your ankles, like you have to be able to jump up high and then do some crazy things, you know, like if you want to land and, you know, there's like things that you have to do 
it's almost like being a drummer. Yeah. Like you have to Absolutely. listen to it and know the rhythms of something. So it's not something that like if you are just not good at that rhythmically in your soul, you're not going to be able to really progress that far. I, I'm sure you can teach yourself, but it's easier for people that hear a drum like they can mm-hmm. play. A I think you, that's set. a good that's a good analogy because drummers, all four limbs are super busy and sometimes doing completely, your feet are doing something completely different than your left hand and your right hand. That's correct. Yeah. And I'm not great at that. I'll be honest. Like it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's weird. Uh, Kenny, I, I was gl- glad Don said that the, because I got introduced to tap from, uh, there are tons of jazz artists and all it is is them playing an instrument and a song and the tap dancer basically being the percussion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's if what that I discovered. Sense. Yeah. No, that's what yeah. I discovered in my research that it kind of originated from keeping the beat because uh, yeah. the, the White Cracker Master took away the drums. Mm-hmm. There, there's a brilliant clip, and I don't know who the dancer is, but I know the guitarist is when he was very young in the 60s, George Benson. And it's just yeah. him playing, and I don't remember what song. But it's a jazz standard, you know, that has a nice uh, beat to go to it. And the dancer beside him is playing basically the percussion mm-hmm. with his feet while George plays cool. the melody and the chords. And then they, you know, they trade fours. George will play four bars and then the drummer will take like a drum, or not the drummer, but the dancer, like what would mm-hmm. be a drum solo in a jazz tune. And then George would play another four and on and on and on. Yeah. Just so wonderful. is anybody using tap in uh, hip hop? These days? No, but they should. I mean, I don't know why they're not. It's all about like, yeah. There's you a know trend that... in dance going on right now, and I don't really know how to describe it. I watch a lot of dance um, Instagram <laughs> yeah. feeds, yeah. and it's yeah. like um, it's like extreme popping, you know, like if I said pop and lock, but it's like yeah. vibrating your yeah. entire body into like almost robotically. I don't know what it's called, though, but it's really fascinating. It is. Have you ever been to New Orleans and seen the kids that put bottle caps on the b- bottom of their shoes? And they're no. amazing tap dancers. They're, they're probably really? the best I've ever seen. Like really? outside of being in school and like going to a tap performance. Actually, some of them are better than that. Yeah. And they just have a wooden board and they're out there on the street and they're like making... Some serious money. <laughs> do, do you think their parents said to them, what are you going to do? You're going to open up a tap dancing store? Oh. Because <laughs> that's the line you always get from your parents yeah, when, you're, when yeah. you're good at something that nobody else cares about. Yeah. I've heard that they've passed it down like generations. So it's like an, an art form that, you know, I mean, it is. Hmm. It's dance. So Sammy Davis did his share of tap dancing. Oh, tons. Oh, and yeah. he was also in, uh, in uh, the movie Tap. I think it was his yeah. final performance, yes. actually. He was, actually. Yeah, I was looking at the IMDb and Savion Glover. Um, have you yeah. seen the movie? I have. It's been a number of years, though. Yeah, but, I read the Wikipedia page, and it didn't seem interesting to me. So uh, Gregory Hines is a criminal, and he can't, or uh, he's just got out of jail, right? Mm-hmm. And he can't decide if he should uh, resume his criminal ways or be a tap dancer. Yeah, burglary or tap dancing, you right. choose. Yeah, <laughs> Tough burglary. Decision. Can you combine them both? <laughs> yeah, the tap dancing burglar. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it was really, uh, really fascinating, and um, you know, I'm I. I really hate musicals, but I, I love watching dancing. I love watching Astaire, uh, Fred Astaire and uh, Gene Kelly. And actually, the Nicholas Brothers uh, performed with Gene Kelly in a movie. I think it was just called Pirate. But again, it's a musical. 
Uh, so I'm not watching the whole thing. <laughs> I, see, I, I'm sorry. I don't want to give up my man card. I love musicals. <laughs> do you really? I really do. I really it's do. Uh, with me. It's a problem suspending my disbelief. Yeah. Why would you I, start I mean, singing? In yeah. The you just don't, right. Yeah. Right. And where's the music coming from? How come they're not acapella? Why did, why is there a full orchestra playing? <laughs> Johnny, how was La La Land? Because I was told that I should see that, never did, and I was told I should see it in the theater, didn't see it in the theater, so now I don't want to watch it. I did not see it. My wife did watch it, and she loved it, but I, I did not see it. Don, when's the last time you tap danced? I actually got those shoes out a couple of years ago because I was, like, feeling caged. I'm like, I got to do something. I got to, you know, and it was like, wow, I am considerably um, less agile. <laughs> used to be it takes like your feet have to get back like you have to your ankles like it's all about being able to fine-tune like fine-tune movements with your you know your heel and your toe you know it's like to to transfer your weight back and forth to that and just knowing i was like can i just do these basic like a time step or anything and i I can it's just like (sighs) how do you how do you start? I mean, like if you took this course, how, where's what's day one? Do you just sit in a chair and move um, your feet back so and forth? So it's kind of like ballet. You're just in, you just, well, there's a thing that you do with like your foot to try to get, you just shuffle, which is like just tap the end of your toe. Like if you're standing, oh, this is so stupid. If you're standing up, you're just going to take your not your weighted foot, but the other one, and you're going to not put your foot down, uh-huh. not put your heel down, but you're going to just practice back and forth, just shuffling back and forth with your toe. Yeah. Yeah, I, I might I, get I, a Charlie horse just trying that okay, sitting like, down. Da, 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 da. you got to get that that in your body that yeah. you can, just transferring your weight back and forth is a big deal. So a no. lot of it is like forever. You're just kind of like switching back and forth. Yep. And then you are, and you end up being able to like walk forward doing that. I think that was the first class. I have a brother who took tap. He's seven years older than me, and I was probably six or seven years old at the time. I remember him at the house, and he'd be doing. I'm assuming it's some sort of exercise, you know, heel toe. He would say mm-hmm. to himself while he was doing it, he's heel toe, heel toe, toe heel, et cetera, et cetera. It's and like shuffle. Just stand there. You yeah, do your exactly. heel like front, uh, not your heel. You do your toe like front and back really quick, and then yep. your heel. So it's like da 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 da. so you can get two different octave sounds out of your toe. Yeah, oh. like the front sounds different than the yeah. back of the, the front. back of the front. Yeah, exactly. Oh. So it's like, and then the heel. So you're like, you can walk forward going shuffle it, shuffle it, shuffle it. Would it, be, would, it, would it be wrong to make you um, do it? Uh, give you an assignment? How? Yes. That would be wrong. I can't um, ask that. I, can, I mean, my tap shoes are in my, I can go to my storage unit and get them. Yeah. I oh, mean, they're at the storage how, unit. Yeah. I mean, Dang it. I don't have enough room for all this crap. How is Dawn not the female companion to the Dosaki's most interesting man in the world? But on, <laughs> honestly, seriously. Seriously. Every absolutely. podcast, there's something oh. new. Sometimes I'm like, no, stop talking. Don't say that. I'm like, don't say that. Because then people are just going to pry even more. No, no, no. Just because I don't want people to think I'm. Well, it's too late for that. I've done that. I've done that. Self-indulgent or whatever you would call it. It it would be that way if you'd volunteer the information. We have to pry this crap out of you most of the time. 
Uh, the reviews okay. want more Dawn. That's what oh, they always okay. say. More okay, Dawn. How about this? How about this assignment? Mm-hmm. By the state fair next year, I want a two-minute tap routine. Two. Two-minute tap routine. I mean, this is going to be like Stairway to Stardom. Have you ever seen it's... that show from that public access show from Chicago or no. the East Coast? No. Oh, God. No. Look it up on YouTube, Stairway to Stardom. Oh. Is it like the Gog show? It sounds like it's it It's a could... public access show in like um, in New Jersey, and it is old. It was like you, the sign is kind of hanging down like a, like a high school oh, graduation. God. No, it's the best thing you've ever seen. You'll be addicted to watching these old, like there's performances with people that sing, people that do comedy routines, dancing, yeah. like little girls doing tap dance. Then you have Stairway, somebody doing a dramatic Stairway. like read of like acting and they're crying. Once, uh, <laughs> one of my favorites, her name is Precious and she is, she does, um, oh yeah. It's, you guys just get ready to be lost in the world of Stairway to Stardom. You will oh, laugh your ass off. I, I wrote it down. I'm, I want to We used to play it. one every day on the old show that I did. If yeah, there's so. a way for Dawn to be tap dancing on the GL stage <laughs> and chucking out stuff from her storage unit within the same show, <laughs> I think that's the way to there's do it. There's so much potential for tap. I think it should be number one. It should be introduced into hip hop. I think. No, you're right about that. These stupid shows where uh, you dance with a star or whatever the America can dance. Or, Dancing uh, with the stars. They should do tap dance. They should. I would like. I would go. I would start going back to strip clubs again if I knew that the strippers were going to tap dance. <laughs> oh wow. my god. That's right. I mean, a lot of them are dancers, trained dancers. Yes. And there's no reason why you should suffer. I think male strippers should also tap dance because I think that the, the added uh, that would be uh, pretty, <laughs> the jig pretty, one pretty funny to yeah. see. Uh, see that thing like oh, a yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that thing that, we, that uh, thing you do that I'm, thing i'm surprised ross didn't hear the i uh, hit the end music at that yeah, point no. <laughs> <laughs> well it's, it's because you're you're talking about the male version of that i can't get the female version of that out of my head so i'm very distracted yeah i'm just uh, thinking about being on stage at the state <laughs> fair and doing like a time step and i'd have to have three sports bras on you know what I'm saying? Like, I really would need to strap these down. It would be like, I would have to wear like two sizes too small. Like, I have those. So it's just, they're just crammed to your chest. You know what I mean? It's just, no. I shouldn't say this out loud, really. but uh, Dawn, I, I thought about you uh, the other night when I was going to bed because I oh, went no. to bed wearing socks, uh-huh. long johns, and a long sleeve t shirt. Right. And I thought, oh, McLean would approve of yeah, this. Yeah, it's like you can get up and go to Target in that outfit. Yeah. Dawn is the only person you guys might not know this as she's the only person who gets dressed to go to bed yeah. just in case oh. there's a fire yeah i don't i'm not gonna be like half nude or whatever yeah. and sometimes i get hot yeah standing out in the street she yeah. doesn't want to be standing I mean, out no. there if just the uh, if the brendel estate starts on fire the odds of me standing outside wearing next to no clothing while the place burns incredibly high yeah well i i think uh i think i will keep this show together and we will keep doing it as long as you promise that you will tap dance at the state God, fair next year you guys come I mean, on what? make a sacrifice you need to do, uh, what do i get out of it um my love and appreciation oh, and ha- you gotta adulation. think of something better than that <laughs> cash yeah i'll bucks. have a tip jar i don't know this is getting weird <laughs> you guys 
remember is it black sheep where tommy boy tommy boy is it black sheep or tommy boy black sheep where chris farley is trying to get people to vote for his brother and he's like doing cartwheels over yes. to them in the parking lot that's what i envision dawn's act being a mix yeah, of we'll tap see. and acrobats we'll see we'll see Get All to right. that storage. Should thing, we end uh, this thing? Yeah, I gotta go yeah. do another show. All right. Yeah. All right. Thank you for. Uh, I don't know what did we talk about here today. Oh, Easter Island, cocaine, cocaine bear. bears. It's weird. Yeah. It's typical. Then. Thank yeah. you for listening. Thanks for listening to news from the Krabby Coffee Shop. New episodes drop every week wherever you get your podcast.